Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson. Wow, real talk. I was listening, and this is this is a continuation of my last podcast. I listen to two podcasts. Both of these are brothers in Christ of Man, and uh, two of my good favorite teachers, besides Trey Searcy, that I get a lot of my information and a lot of uh, uh, my knowledge. And scriptures that try to find things in the Bible. I, I, I thank God for these brothers, uh, Justin Johnson, Les Feldick, Trey Searcy, and you know a few other other people that I call my fathers or my my close brothers in Christ and the Lord. That I I get a lot of my teaching and my spiritual learning from. I, I thank God for these guys, you know, and w- when. You are around a lot of brothers and sisters in Christ. And you're having a conversation. And the name Israel come up. It seems like the whole atmosphere change. And uh, many people, many believers, I'm talking about as the Christian church, Christendom, have a certain need or or even somewhat, I'm not saying worship Israel, the name of Israel, like Israel is a special people today. Now I'm going to tell you why I'm saying today. And I know why they think that way. I knew why I thought that way until I learned how to rightly divide God's word. And why many church believers and men and women of God in Christ and religious people and politicians on the Republican side believe that we need to always be focused on Israel. One of the reasons is, is when Jesus talked about Israel and he he brings up certain things about the end times of Israel put emphasis on end times when he said when you bless me or you bless Israel you are blessing me and when you're not blessing Israel something like that I'm going to read those scriptures I'm going to find those scriptures and read it to you later on in the future but it has something to do whoever does anything good towards Israel is just like doing it to him you remember that you know those scriptures you did leave a comment and leave those scriptures for me but it has something to do with that and I'm going to find it myself and I'm going to read it to you and everything. I'm just like paraphrasing right now. But the reason Christians, religious folk, Republican Party, most of the Republican Party politicians and people feel that Israel is one of the favorite nations today. And by us helping Israel, 
you know, with prayer and financially and stuff like that, which is nothing wrong with that. We will be blessed. That's the number one attitude. We supposed to help Israel. And uh, because God said in the word of God, whoever blesses Israel, whoever helped Israel, you know, is helping him and whoever they will be blessing. Whoever done this will do that. And also in Genesis 12, when God told Abraham, the nations that blessed him or whatever like that, they would be blessed. See, all that has to. That's why you have this certain. Uh, I'm not going to say addiction, but this certain factuation with Israel. So when anything happens in Israel, the church moves strong. The church said we need to go on to prayer. The church said we need to go there. We need to help them financially. Now, there is nothing wrong with that. And I talked about that a, f uh, a few shows ago. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But not what they're doing. The motive is. The reason is the problem. Because that shows still today, even some of the best grace teachers and teachers and theologians still don't get it when it comes to the plan of Israel, which Israel is who. Now, the Israel, that majority of the churches, besides grace churches, the majority of the churches that does this and politicians that puts so much emphasis on helping and praying for Israel, which those things are not bad. The majority of churches is based that on scripture. Yes, they do, which is true. They base it on scripture, what God told Abraham in Genesis 12 and what Jesus preaches and he preaches in Matthew and different things like that. They base that on those certain scriptures about you being a blessing to Israel, then you get blessed. So, and Israel being the apple of God's eye, using that term, Israel being God's favorite, Israel's been God's first son. Yes, the Bible says that Israel being God's first son and stuff like that. You know, the Jerusalem city going to come down as a bride for the church. You know, the Jerusalem city itself. So there's many terms. The branches, Israel's known as the branches. They are known as the the, the perfect branches and stuff like that. They are known, they, they, they are given different names in the Bible. Israel. That is so true. But you got to look at it this way. When you don't know, when you don't rightly divide God's word dispensationally, it becomes confusion because you have sets of Israel. You have Israel in the Old Testament. You have Israel now. You have Israel in the future. Okay. You know about what happened to Israel in the past. The majority of the time, like I said before, they were disobedient. You know the future blessings that's going to be for Israel in the future. But what about Israel under grace? Joe, what do you mean? When you read the word of God, I'm going to try to make this as plain as I can. The Israel, the two Israel, the two groups of the nation Israel or the Hebrews or when Jacob's name was changed to Israel, all they look at this way. When God, they was God's favorite. That was the Israel of the Old Testament. OK, remember, covenant, testament. All right. Look at that. The Jews was under a covenant, correct? They was under the Old Testament. They had to follow the law. They had to believe Jesus was their Messiah. 
right? That king, that promised Messiah. They was God's favorite. God was going to use Israel to go outside to all nations, but they never made it because they was majority of the time, like I said, they was disobedient. Now, that's the Israel of the Old Testament. Even Jesus' earthly ministry, which is still considered the Old Testament because he was still alive. The New Testament started coming in fruition when Jesus died. So remember that Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John is still Old Testament. If you look at it in a biblical way, okay? All right. That's Israel under the law. The Jews, Israel always has been under the law. Okay. Now you look at the Israel in the future. You look at the Israel in the future. The new covenant Israel. You can read that through the book of Hebrews and the, uh, the, the books of Isaiah. Ezekiel, they all prophesy about the new kingdom, the millennium kingdom and stuff like that. That's under the new covenant, not the old covenant. That's under the new covenant, but that's still Israel. Israel what? Under the new covenant. So when God dealing with Israel, he's dealing with them under covenants. And also what comes with those covenant signs and wonders and miracles and stuff like that. But you notice it's under Israel is under the two covenants. The covenant from the old past, Old Testament in the past and the covenant in the past, uh, a New Testament going into also Israel in the millennial kingdom, the thousand year reign of Christ. Now, you know, you understand that. If you read your Bible, whenever God dealt with Israel, it was when they was under their covenants and it was when they was in their programs, kingdom program. See, you, you got that old and new. Old Israel, Testament Israel and the kingdom, New Testament Israel. OK, now what about the Israel today? The Israel today is not under no covenant because we are under grace. The Israel today is not under no law. The Israel today is not the favorite nation. They are no different than the Gentiles. Now, why I know I said that on my last podcast, but because I want this to really get in your head, you know, and uh, I'm listening to one of my one of my teachers. And I was just talking about that. And he was giving examples of why we should be praying for Israel, why we should not say nothing bad about Israel or the Jews. And then he was giving some good examples, you know, how God is still with Israel today based on their knowledge, you know, because it's a lot of the some of the greatest thinkers are Jews and some of some of the um, richest people are Jews and Jews got a lot of intelligence. They, they know a lot of stuff. You look to, listen to Ben Shapiro. He's a Jew. It's a lot of, you know, intelligent Jews. And he gave a story about high schoolers and, not, and it was about out of 30. I forgot how many, but 37 had a 180. IQ, which is almost like Einstein, but they all was Jews. So he was giving that example that God has blessed them and gave them that certain knowledge. Even today, based on what he was teaching, based on what he was saying, you know, and I had to look at that and said, OK, OK, I, I got you understand. But <clears throat> is that is that biblical? Is that, is God doing all that for Israel today, the Jews today or the so-called Jews? Now, why do I say that? Because why did God curse Israel and the Jews in the Old Testament? Their disobedience. So he destroyed them in the wilderness. Okay. Why did God 
curse Israel when Jesus was on earth because they, they didn't accept him as their Messiah. So they were still disobedient. They never made it out through to go to the Gentiles. So God had to uh, blind them and take and stop their program. My point is, any every time the Israel was disobedient and had a lack of faith, God cursed them or left them blinded. Correct? The Israel in the future, only the 144,000 virgins uh, from 12 tribes of Israel, each tribe of Israel and a little flock going to enter into the kingdom. The majority of that Israel city is not because they're antichrist, because of their unbelief. Correct. Even then, every Israel and every Jew is not going to make it to the kingdom. It's only going to be a remnant with other Gentile nations that's going to make it to the millennium kingdom. I don't have much time. If you look at that, every time God turned his back or cursed Israel is because of their stiff neckness. The Bible calls it their hard headedness and unbelief, especially when it came to Jesus Christ. So the nation today fits all that. My point is, I have to disagree with my brother, even though I believe I, I, I agree on a lot of things. He said, I disagree of in all Jews being God's favorite. The only Jew that has a relationship with God today, he has to be part of the body of Christ. Because there's no law. I don't care how many red heifers and all that they try to set up. We are under grace. The church, the body of Christ is in on God's eye. We are the favorite under Grace, not every Jew. It's anybody that's in Christ and believe in the death, burial, resurrection of Christ is God's favorite. The Jews are not God's favorite today, so I disagree with that. I'm going to get more into that, you know, on when he was just saying how smart they are, because there's many different nations or different people that got a certain gift. You know, a lot of Asians and a lot of Indians are very intelligent themselves. So, you know, I kind of kind of differ with that because you go in a lot of different ethnic groups that has a special skill and knowledge and gift, not only the Jews. You know, that's the way I look at it, you know. And so I kind of disagree with that and stuff like that. I'm not saying he's incorrect. I just don't know much about that. But by my knowledge of knowing what this is real, it's not under God's eye because they're not part of the body of Christ. They are not Christians. They're not. Matter of fact, they are anti-Christians. They are anti-Christ. God does not bless a nation just because, you know, you think they're from the past nation. He don't bless the Jews because they're Jews. He blesses the Jews because they believe in his son and are under grace and part of the body of Christ today. I wanted to get that out there and I'm going to make a conclusion on it on and then I'm going to finish up on the next podcast. God bless you all. Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson.